Hello everyone, and we are back. The new Nerd Nation Entertainment Podcast. I'm your host, Hank Zappa. And today, as always, any other day, we have a guest. So let's give him a call. Hey, Noel. It's Hank Zappa. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Hank? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Best I can be uh, with everything going on. Is that the truth or what? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> can, you hear, can you hear me pretty good? or? I, I can. I can, yeah. Um, okay, okay. Okay, cool. So, um, it's been a while since we spoke. I know you've been very busy, so I want to start by saying thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to be on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm very honored and blessed. It's exciting. Like, to be honest, now that I'm thinking back on it, you must have been my first podcast I'd ever done out here. Oh, wow. That's that's an honor. That's an honor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure we've all been through a lot uh, since then. Um I, I noticed, though, lately, uh, since we kind of reunited, that you, uh, you've you gotten closer to God. And and I wanted to talk to you yes. a little bit about that. So what is your take on it? And how how did you get to where you're at now um, with how you feel about um, God in your life? No, that's a great question. Thank you for asking. Um, and notice. Uh, yeah, um, I am a Christian. Uh, I don't believe in religion, so I'm just going to clarify that right now. I know some people right now are already kind of confused. I am a big Jesus freak. He's my homeboy, and I love Jesus, and I'm all about the relationship. Religion is just not really ever been my thing, and it's actually why I stepped away from it. Um, and then in L.A., I got rebaptized and born again in 2013, best day of my life. And it's ironic because most people come to God in um, harder times. Not always, but it does seem to be, especially in the industry, when we kind of come to our spirituality and that is when we're finally like, okay, we've tried everything on our own and we can't do it. And you realize that. And you start to kind of go back to your old foundations that a lot of us grew up in the church or, you know, or just spiritually. For me, it was opposite. Um, wasn't really grown in the church as much as most did. Um, being in a small town, yes, I had to go to church, but it wasn't in the same way as a relationship and, like, actually wanting to go. I just had to go because it was Christmas or a holiday or something. And um, 2013, I booked my first co-star, uh, praise God. I was on the Mindy Project. Got to be right hand-to-hand with Mindy. Wow, that's Absolutely awesome. amazing and blessing. Good job. Right? That's what I'm saying. My first co-star, thank you. I mean... Um, all grace to God and her, you know, they, she always is making sure she has full diversity. And so that was really cool. And, and always looking for, I guess, women of color in comedy. So that was a blessing out of UCB. So I did that and I called up my good friend and the Easter was coming around. It was about two weeks later. And I was like, I feel like we got to give thanks. I got to give back. Like things were just going so well for me. And I didn't understand besides I had not done it. Like it was just happening. Things were just like happening. So I went and uh, went to Mosaic, and I fell in love. I don't currently go there now. Um, I have my own different views and stuff, but it absolutely was one that got me rebaptized again, got me born again. It was a great uh, spot for me because that came around. So, you know, a lot of 
than the typical uh, religious or Christian views. And honestly, on my life has just never been the same and it's only gotten better. I, I continue to just keep booking. And even when times got rough, I had Jesus to lean on. So it's rough in these streets, Hank. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm totally. Like, especially in the industry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're competing with each other, competing with ourselves. Competing but with doesn't that... I mean, it's just constantly. Because it is so rough in the industry and given it has changed a lot, but you're basically like outcast immediately if you show any sign of that you believe in a higher power or Jesus, um, for better words. One hundred percent. You know, I don't even want to. Yeah, I can't even deny that. You're up. So how do you? Like, as much as I want to say. How do you? Uh, yeah. How do you wrestle that? Or I imagine you just have them wrestle it for you. Exactly. You just said my answer. I, I get right. it. <laughs> I know one thing. I say this. I know one thing. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. I believe in Jesus, and I know, and I know that if if I can do all things through Christ, you know, who strengthens me, I can. I, the the least thing I can do is stand there and be told no. And honestly, to be real with you, Hank, I'm an actor. I'm told no and discriminated on every single day. To me, this sure. is just another one to the pile. I didn't see it as anything different. Besides when I um, got on set. I think getting on set, things change. I think you'll be shocked when you're on the more openness it actually is. Right. More about people and their spirituality. It's actually leading up to it that most of us don't want to say stuff. Because you're right. Like... I used to make a joke when I'm going to auditions with my name being Gibson. I used to be like, yeah, I'm related to Mel Gibson unless you're Jewish. You know, like, mm, just kidding. He didn't want the passion to Christ there, you know? Like, right. Um, and I make that joke, but, like, it may not be funny to some. But I would make the joke of just easing it up, of, like, putting it on me. You get what I mean? So if they feel uncomfortable in the room, they don't have to. I'm a jokester. I put it on me. And usually if people are feeling uncomfortable or anything, it's on them. But honestly, I just I just give it to God. And I stick, I stick to what I believe. And I think everyone will see that you, you don't get me without Jesus. So if you're hiring me, you know Jesus is coming. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. I want to know, though. I want to know because my take on it is I keep it to myself. I'm going to be straight up with you. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I keep it to myself my thoughts and like how I feel about it but I'm a believer you know and I definitely believe he died for me you know um Amen. my thing is though is that I know within my testimony that I believe because because of the trauma that I've been through you know um mm. I yeah, mean, I believe yeah. since I was a little kid, because I was lucky and people kind of showed me, showed me the ropes, if you will. But ultimately, what brought me closer and what would ever put me in that frame of mind is my trauma. And I found that okay. with a higher power, you know, God is the only way to turn your trauma into triumph. And so... When I see a person that believes in God, I don't just ultimately say, hey, they're a Jesus freak. I look at 
what's their trauma? You know, there's a there's a trauma mm. there. So um, that might have set changed the tone of the conversation a little, but I wanted to know what did you have any traumatical experiences that brought you closer to God? And if so, um, how did you go and stay with God all the way, especially being in the industry? Um, no, this is really deep. First off, I commend you because um, it is hard to like when you're going through a lot of trauma stuff. And I commend you for talking boldly about that because mm-hmm. a lot of times you want to hide behind that. Not that it's bad. It's just easier to kind of keep that like quiet. Right. Um, be like everything's great and handy, but you're right. It's not. <laughs> True. There's, there's nothing about being a Christian that makes it easier. It actually, it's opposite. It's, it's harder. Um, what I will say, though, it's more fulfilling. To be honest, and I, I, I feel that 75% of your viewers are going to agree with you, actually, that they're going to go through a trauma, and I believe that because I believe that God takes a test and makes a testimony. He takes a mess and he makes a message, and he takes a victim and makes them victorious. Mm-hmm. And I believe Amen. that. And, and that wraps up in the way of like me saying that like some of the hardest things that I've gone through, if it wasn't for the grace of God, and when I say the grace of God, that is Jesus, the grace of God, I would not, I would not be here today. Um, physically, I would not be here today. Um, I had a couple of de- uh, death situations and I've had a uh, very close calls and, um, definitely the enemy wanted to take me out and I had to lean on God so much. There are certain Bible scriptures that I just kind of lean on. You know, be strong, courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1.9. During my hardest time, being rejected, loss of teens, um, thinking that my career was about to go up and being taken away from me, me actually going into Paramount, I won't even say Sarah's name, and it being pulled away from me because I wouldn't do sexual acts or anything. Oh, wow. Um, was there a moment for me that I hesitated and thought, you know, it was just the one time. I mean, this could set my career up, right? Just one time. You know, God will forgive me. Right. And he would. He would. That's the, the <clears> truth. <throat> and, and justifying that was knowing that it would be. But, but here's the thing. You can't be touched by God and not transform and renew no matter what anyone tells you I'm telling you right now definitely and I agree and conscious thought in my, my mind right I could not look at it different it was like when you finally learned that there's life in an animal like a little bug as much as you wanted to kill it you started to kind of feel bad it was like I right. could not get myself to do that and I remember being in that room oh man just oh so close it felt like like right now I can like smell it like the smell of him and everything and just to my team and that it wasn't going to work and I couldn't even Noel but they don't know is can you hear me yeah we lost you for a sec Hank yeah I'm here oh no what part did you lose I'm sorry. What part was that? Uh, just just at the part where you were in the room, where you felt him come in the room that you were in. Okay. Yeah, so I remember being in the room, and I can smell him still to this day. And again, I'm not going to say a name. It's known. Mm-hmm. And I remember 
him in calling my team in front of me and making it look as if I was very unprofessional when knowing that it was not that um, and not being able to tell my team fully. Um, so that is one time that I will tell you as much as I needed people to back me up, no one would back me up and I needed a spiritual, something spiritual, something supernatural. And, and I'm telling you right now from the grace of God I'll never forget, but all of a sudden, a phone call comes through, and the guy has to leave, and it's when I dart and I leave. And it was somebody, at, oh, almost said it, uh, not going to say, that opened the door to have me go and even said, don't ever come back, trust me. And from then on, I always swore that was an angel. Wow. You know what I mean? It was in that moment, it was as if they knew I was hesitating if I should leave or not. Right. And, and my career, I would not be lying to you, would probably be a lot better in a different situation. But would it be? You know, I constantly ask myself, would it be, though? I would have sold myself. And the rest of the time, my all every day, no one would know about it. I would know about it. Everything well, yeah, know. that's what celebs face with all the time, is celebs know their darkest secret, you know? And that's why exactly. um, they get so you know into like just not i guess protecting that secret you know they get so into protecting that you do secret. you do yeah you protect it you numb everything around it out you can you disconnect things there's reasons why people go from team to team they right. have to re get rid of things yeah you i was I, mean? I was there's listening to um i was listening to the joe rogan podcast actually the other day and he had uh miley cyrus on and he was talking about, um, and she she was talking about how um, just, he's like, what do you miss? And he's like, she's like, I miss conversations. She's like, I, I feel like mm. when I have conversations with people, they're not relatable. Like, it's not relatable because I've mm. had it all. She's like, I've had the riches and I've had this and that since day one. And it just took me to a place, and I was like, wow, I never really thought of it that way. You know, like, somebody who's had it all, they're not relatable. So I think with a lot of people who go through trauma and stuff, it's like they they need something relatable. That's why people are anti-Jesus, because it's not relatable. Yeah. You know, it's not relatable. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's relatable, but not to what the society lets us think, right? Mm -hmm. we, we relate things to so different. Um, and and it's, it's kind of like when people are like, well, I'm supposed to um, live life rich and be, prosper and, and, and be prosperous and all that. Yes, you are. I, I hope the best for you. Right. There's so much more than that. And what you consider prosperous is different. I, Seriously, prosperous is even better. The fact that I can wake up every single day and not have to use an affirmation to make myself better. I mean, I'm, I'm not hating on anybody, but the truth of the matter is a lot of these things that we are falling towards culturally are becoming things that are self-reliant and we're not getting the results we want. Yeah, but we're and the we same the kids. We we're, doing it. we're the same kids who watch South Park, though, you know? We're the same kids who, who heard about Columbine and our our sixth grade, seventh grade was on lockdown. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we're, we're those yeah. kids. So, like, I feel that a lot of things, it's just like 
people can't take it too personal. If someone is a believer in Christ, I mean, you just can't take it personal. I feel like when people talk about God or whatever, they take it too personal, you know? And, um, yeah. And I think it's, and I think it's hard on that one because, you know, let's be honest. It's only religion. I say religion and you can't see me, everyone, but I'm doing quotation marks. <laughs> not a religious person. But I think what's hard is that it's, it's only religion or spiritual, let's just say spiritual, spirituality that we feel that we even have to disconnect that. Like, if you think about it, isn't it interesting that, like, anything else, if we're talking about family, we would say it's normal to be passionate and personable. If we were talking about your career, it would be normal for you to be so personally invested and offended or not offended. But it's interesting when it comes to spirituality that we find it that it's not okay. I don't take offense to people who are offended by it or who are opposite, who are offended by me if I don't go to what they want. I just see it more as, oh, how exciting, you're on a different journey. Right. Um, I see it more as empowering. Um, I think that, I think we actually, so, we, we shoot ourselves in the foot if we say we shouldn't be able to get personal because to be honest, it's like with everything going on right now, people can ask me, I'm a huge Christian, yet um, I'm Democrat. And most are like, how is that possible? Well, because first off, I'm a, I'm a woman of God. I'm a child of God. So I, my politics has nothing to do with stuff. Now, if you want to talk with humanity, that's another thing I separate. A lot of times, I don't agree with the Democrats on the humanity, and I don't agree with the Republicans on humanity. For me, I'm looking at it as, like, politics should involve with humanity. I believe everyone has human basic rights. There is no one that I should ever take that from somebody, whether my belief or not belief is the same as them. You know, that's a human basic right. Uh, Hello? From that point. But what we shouldn't take personal is, like, someone's skin tone. They can't change that. Right. Um, they should be given basic human rights. Someone that's homeless on the street. I don't care if you don't think they're not financially at which you find financially appropriate. There are humans who deserve the human basic right of food, shelter, and water. But um, it's, a, it's so tricky, though. It, it's so tricky, it though. Is. Like, you can't... You can't just, like, say it's this way or that way. I mean, that's why I don't even sway one way on politics, because if you sway one way on politics, you know, you're setting yourself up, you know, and it's like... Exactly. That's why I'm like, I'm a... Exactly. That's why I always say, yes, politically it's written down it to the Democrat, but that doesn't mean I agree fully on it all. And I'm with you on that. And I think it's scary that at this point were like that in our world right and, and it's like, like people like people need to get back to the basics and come on thank you know you. thank you the bible is just an acronym for before we die basic instructions before leaving earth b-i-b-l-e Amen. so it's like Amen. it's just instructions you got to think when people were cavemen and they were walking around like ooga booga and didn't know how to communicate <laughs> Like, we had to have some kind of structure. So whether it was, like, divine or however it was created or whatever, I think that's looking into it too much. With a lot of people, I think they just look into something way too much. 
And when I look into things too much, I'm actually disappointed all the time. That's why if it's like if it's like a magic trick, I don't want to know how you did it. I don't want to know how you did the magic trick as much as some people out there would want to know how you did the magic trick. I don't want to know because I know when I find out, it's going to ruin it for me. You know, just like. You know, that's a good point. That's so true. Magic is so like that. You're right. It's mm-hmm. the fun and the mysteriousness, right? The mysteriousness. Yeah, I love that. That's so true. Right. So that's, that's, that's I'm. An interesting take on that. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I just I, I just wanted to know because I know being an actress in Hollywood, um, you know, you, it's kind of like bringing the sober person to the party, you know? Like, I feel that yeah, with religion. Yeah, which I am. <laughs> it's like, it's like, which I am. And it's like, you know, a lot of times, especially when I was hardcore sober, um, I wasn't invited to parties because they just knew. They just knew I wouldn't get down, you know. So who's yeah. as enthusiastic and whatever they can be, it's like if you're not getting down with everybody else, it's kind of hard for them to coexist, you know. Um no, that's a great point. That's something I would say to viewers out there. If you are dealing with this in the industry and you're, and you're questioning maybe even like your spirituality or, you're, you, or you are on the path, right? Let's say you're on this and figuring out the truth, you know, Jesus and the way and the light, whatever your path is to that. When it's going to come to a point, you are going to have to make a choice. And I believe that when you're like baptized or making that choice, you know, whatever it might have been the way that you did, know that you have to you should stick to it that it's going to be in your back and forth that's going to hurt you so as much as like i've said no to projects nothing's hurt me more than me getting a half answer like kind of showing up the party knowing i'm not about this right puts myself in a worse situation than actually me just saying no because the devil won't tell me i lost that connect but let me tell you that's not the truth my friend like, at all. Like, I, I, as an actor, there's things I just don't do. I don't do news, and I don't do semi-news. And if I did, you best believe it better be a reason for it to move on the, the scene and move on the story play. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Like, it, it, it has to have some reason for that. And see, I, I actually would. I was born again. I actually would. Yeah, see, everyone does. And that's I, what, I yeah. would so if, if, it was, if it was all, like, if, if, I, if it felt right. And if it was actually because that's the thing when you're an artist, like the message can always be extraordinary. Like there's art well, that's like in said, all if sorts it of things on the story. Yeah, if it right. moves the story. But if there's no moving to the story, what's the point of it? There is no right. point. As a storyteller, I can tell you right now, you just filled it in and you didn't know what else to do. But I'm with you. If it is because I am an artist, that's what I say. Yet at the same time. Even if you make that choice that you would show it, even if it didn't have that, that's okay for you. Just know that that's that's where you that's where your boundary is. But but see the reason knowing your boundary. The reason being though that I I know it wouldn't be right a lot of times, and I wouldn't is because I think about the future to come. You know, I don't just think about myself. I think about who is kin to me or whatever yeah. and how is that going to play yeah. out years from now you know what i'm saying so or even your future yeah exactly your, future of your career right exactly career, exactly i play i play a kid role and i'm gonna age myself right now i am 18 to play younger for the rest of my life black don't crack but mm-hmm. the truth is 
Unless you smoke it. Unless you smoke it. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. That ain't going to make that's a very good point. Don't, please don't do that, because that's not going to let you look young. Right. But you're making a good point that, like, that is what I had to make a decision when I was even younger of how it would be. And thankfully, I made those decisions that I did that I would say yes and no to certain things. Like, the, that that have me set up to where I'm at now, right? The kids show I'm in now and that. If I would have actually said yes to a couple of projects, I would not have been able to take this this project. Right. And yeah, oh, totally. It's like you can't be on Disney. You do have to. You can't be yeah, on yeah. Disney no, if true. you were on CoverGirl, you know what I'm saying, or something like that. Yeah, they are. they're very, very strict. No, you're very right. Um, yeah. So I would recommend, like, not only just as a, as a believers, right? This is, like, in the industry would be my thing of, like, just really make sure what you choose and stick to it. And... um you know, and I do want to give to my my men and ladies out there who are believers. This is definitely for you guys. Modesty is so powerful. I, that's all I have to say is modesty is very can, powerful. Can you, uh, can you elaborate on that for the viewers? I think I have an understanding. But. Um, yeah. What I mean by, and again, this may not be for all, all believers. No, this, this is definitely for the believers. When I say modesty, what I mean is you don't have to give away your value in your body, men and women, based on what culture finds valued. So in other words, if you show your booty, and we all know I be twerking Jesus, so I ain't even hating on this. I'm a confusing person. Jesus is working on me. If you are showing your booty, there are beautiful and modest ways of wearing some nice shorts without that looking too in your face. There are great Agreed. ways. I always say, if you would let your grandparents watch you, then you're doing just fine. And I don't know about y'all, but my grandparents can watch sexual Yeah, but stuff, some, so some people's grandparents are wild, though. So I don't even think you can go there. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, on like the average, you know what I mean? But what I'm right. saying, like, they could be kind of wild. But my point is, it's just modest, ladies. Like, if you go and look, like, I was a fitness model for a few years, and I still showed my stomach here and there, but I was in a sports bra. Were you going to see me in just a bra? No. You know, there's there's modesty when it comes to, like, when I wear pants, um, jeans, I'm very, very modest about, like, how tight do I want my jeans to be. There's these little things that I'm going to tell you that are very non-flattering and more flattering. Um... I've actually booked work based off of not showing certain things and gotten it. Um, so I, I say this because I feel like this culture right now is becoming very much like the more you show sexually, the more you get ahead. But really, you're going to see and most will tell you when they do that, they actually backtrack. Right. Because then you when have to do then you have that? to redo all the soul searching you may have yep. done before you got to that yep. point. Exactly. And also, you might have just put yourself in a box. Right. I don't know. You know, typecasting's real. You know, like, that happens. Um, and sometimes you want to go the extreme way. Speaking of Miley Cyrus, I know she went extreme one way to get out of one box, and now she's trying to go back the other way. I'm an extremist, so I understand she's trying to find her balance. But what she's trying to do is find that 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 balance, that serenity, that that thing that no human can do, and it's why you need God. And it's See, why I I love God. that. 
I love that we're all different, though. I mean, my thing yeah, is, yeah. is like, if you are a flirty person, if you are, yeah. do dress like That's that, me. like, whatever. Like, do you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like even with religion, like, you don't believe. Then we need to pray harder for the people who don't believe, you know, instead of telling those people who don't believe, hey, get with us. You know, I, I don't yeah, think yeah, that that's yeah. like, I think the differences of each of us is what makes this world so dope. Like as much as people hate on it, it's a brilliant design. You know, everything has life and meaning yeah. to it. I mean, I could like, for instance, I'd like to take care of my garden because I believe in chi, you know, protecting your chi and your energy. Yeah. And uh, so I'll water my tree even. I have this tree in my backyard and I water it because I know that I'm watering life, <laughs> you know. And that may be like Amen. that may be like a bonus down the week. You know, it may be like sushi on the house from somebody else or whatever. Just because that's how minuscule little miracles can be sometimes. It can be coming from a source that you never know. You know, um, but I think that all in all, and I want to wrap up because um, we're a little over time. Yeah, yeah. But um, I love that you believe and that there's still believers out there because I know it's hard when times are so rough for people. But that's when God is the closest to you. I'll say this one last thing and then it I'll. It really is. And then I'll close. Um, so I was in Santa Monica. This was one of my first times ever discovering L.A. And I was a bum, pretty much. I was riding the bus. Not saying you're a bum if you ride the bus, but I felt like it, and I was. You know, and I got there, but I was talking to the bus driver before. It was the first time entering Santa Monica, so just before you hit Ocean Boulevard. Um, I had talked to this bus driver the whole way. We're just, you know, wrapping it up. And he's telling me about L.A. He's telling me about how life is, yada, yada. And he said, hey, if you ever get lost, go out of that ocean and then look at it as hard as you can. And I said, look at the ocean as hard as I can. I won't see anything. What are you saying? He said, no, if you look hard enough, you will see God. And that stuck with me forever. <laughs> this was this was like eight years ago. I love that. And this was only a moment. I love that. This was only like a twenty minute conversation with this guy. Not even. I'll never see this guy ever again in my life. But that little moment, that's how important what we say, what we do, and and whatever, it all has meaning. If even if it doesn't make sense at the moment. You know? So. Yes, yes, and you just trust, and you trust God, and you just know the bigger plans, right? Amen. Amen. I Amen. love that. Yeah, for well, sure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank here. you, Noel. Like, I know I we really, jumped all around, love. but all in yeah. all, I, I loved your message, and um, thank you for for being on, and I hope to hear from you soon. Yes, thanks for having me, and I hope you all enjoy it. And if you're searching, keep on searching. You will always find the truth in Jesus Christ. No Thanks doubt. For me. Amen. Thank you.